0: today's program, we continue our special series, Hearts and Minds Uplifted, a collection of short articles from the book of the same title. These stories by authors from all walks of life illustrate the tremendous personal growth that can be achieved by cultivating one's character through practicing Falun Gong.
1: Practicing Falun Dafa in the Taiwanese Army by a Practitioner in Taiwan I became a Falun Dafa Practitioner in May of 2003. Although I knew at that time that Falun Dafa was very good, I didn't participate in the nine-day lecture class or the local practice for various reasons. But at some point, I decided to study Dafa seriously, even though I was extremely busy writing my thesis for a master's degree. I studied the Fa and Master Li's other lectures at a certain time each day. Gradually, I developed a deeper understanding of the Fa and its profoundness. Six months later, when I got my degree, I had to face another test, joining the army. According to the law in Taiwan, all adult young men, unless they have specific physical or psychological problems, have to serve in the army. Daily life in the training centre for new recruits was filled with intense drills – I was not allowed to do the Falun Gong exercises. We were not even allowed to talk to each other most of the time. I told myself that if I could not do the exercises, I would focus on cultivating my character. There were so many things to endure in the army. At critical moments, I always remembered Master Li's words that we are cultivators. We should be kind to other people while holding ourselves to a high standard. Every day I would either read Juan Falun or talk to my classmates about Falun Gong for half an hour before going to bed. To those who could accept what I said and showed an interest in Falun Gong, I would lend them Juan Falun or give them the book. After two months of preliminary training and three months of special training, I was appointed captain of a troop of coastal patrols. My responsibility was to command the troops and take care of the soldiers. Since there was not a deputy captain in my unit, I had to assume that position as well. In addition, I was appointed to the catering committee. At the same time, I was the only officer on duty in the unit, and I was busy every day. Although as a captain, I had my own small room, I rarely had more than 10 minutes of private time before someone knocked on the door and said, Captain, so-and-so is looking for you. Most of my time was thus consumed, but I just held to one point, cultivating my character. I kept on reminding myself that Master Lee wanted me to be a good person in every aspect, so I did daily work with the soldiers. Whenever I had some time, I would talk to the officers and soldiers trying to learn their family situations, if they felt okay in the army, and if they had any difficulties. I tried my best to help them solve their problems. At the same time, I took the opportunity to introduce Falun Dafa and tell them about the persecution of Falun Dafa by the Chinese Communist Party. Since the soldiers were very young, slightly over 20 or only teenagers, it was easy for them to understand when I talked about the persecution and human rights abuses. Yet it was not so easy to introduce Dafa to them. They often thought that Buddha and gods were something abstract that only existed in legends. I only gave the book Juan Falun to a few soldiers who had a strong interest and were quite receptive to Dafa, so they had a chance to understand the profoundness of Dafa by themselves. As for other people, I chose to talk about the miraculous effects of Falun Gong in eliminating illnesses. They liked to hear stories about that. Every time I told them my own experience, they looked amazed, but they could accept it. Some started to ask questions about Falun Gong. I tried my best to tell them what was said in Zhuan Falun. Some started to introduce Falun Gong to their families. When a soldier was depressed or felt wronged and upset... I made time to offer comfort and help with the situation, depending on the occasion. I would tell him about the principles of Falun Dafa to let him know that there was a reason for everything. I am grateful to be able to spread Dafa in the army. I realize that as Dafa practitioners, our every word certainly will have an impact on people in society and their views on Dafa and Dafa practitioners. Cultivating character at all times, treating everyone kindly in our lives, and watching our words, thoughts, and actions is the best way to clarify the truth and validate the far. It is natural and peaceful, reaching deep into the heart. It is also a way to spread the great benevolence Master Lee has imparted to us. Two months before I left the army, I was appointed as a counselling officer and I did not have to take care of so much routine business every day. I had more time. If nothing special happened, I would do the four standing exercises during the lunch break and the meditation before going to bed. My supervisor gave orders to move the counselling office to a bigger room and asked me to decorate it myself. Seeing that there was a blank wall right behind the desk and the paint on the wall had peeled off, I went to the Yichun bookstore in Taipei on a holiday and bought a big poster with the words, Falun Dafa is good. I put it on the wall where the paint had peeled off. People who came into the room before speaking to me would look at the poster and read aloud, Falun Dafa is good. Then they asked, What indeed is Falun Dafa? I would take the opportunity to clarify the truth to them. As a result, almost everyone in my troop learned about Dafa and knew that Falun Dafa is good. One night in December at around 10 o'clock, a soldier who was about to leave the army came into the counselling room. He said directly to me, Captain, I often heard you mention Falun Gong, but I had no time to ask you about it. What indeed is Falun Gong? Is it really so miraculous? How is it different from Buddhism? I gave him a brief explanation and handed him the book Juan Falun. He was very happy and said, I will read it right away. At 12.30am, someone ran into my room without knocking. It was him. He looked a little shocked. He came in, threw himself in the chair and said, Captain, I have never encountered anything so spectacular. The next day, he finished reading the whole book. Although both of us were about to leave the army, we seized the time to do the exercises in the counselling room during the noon break. Later, the medical officer joined us too, until we left the army in January of that year.
2: difficulty into opportunities to cultivate truthfulness, compassion and forbearance by a Western practitioner. Like many Westerners, I have had a long-term interest in Eastern philosophies and holistic practices, including acupuncture, Chinese herbal medicine, Tai Chi, Qigong and the mind-body connection. I wanted to understand the purpose of life, to live in harmony with nature and to have a long and healthy life. I think that the ancient culture of China, with all its wisdom and knowledge, has a lot to teach us about how to live in harmony with nature and with each other. I feel that Falun Gong is the crown jewel of the traditional culture of China. Oriental medicine teaches that to have a long and healthy life, you have to have a clean heart and few desires. Falun Gong teaches us how to have a clean heart and few desires. It's not about looking for external solutions to one's problems or illnesses. It's about goodness, about cultivating our character. I've practiced for a little more than three years and I've experienced profound changes in my outlook, understanding and health. I teach in the difficult environment of a public high school where it's easy to become judgmental and impatient with students. Falun Gong practice helps me stay balanced and calm and to turn the difficulties into opportunities to cultivate truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, the core principles of Falun Gong. Our children, our schools and every aspect of society would be greatly improved if we restored these principles to their proper place in our hearts.
0: Falun Dafa turned my life around by a Western practitioner in North America. When I was a young child, I would often contemplate the meaning of life. I always sought to get closer to nature so as to understand the underlying reasons and order of things in the universe. I knew, as most everyone must, that there was something more to life than what was being presented to me. Perhaps it was childish, self-centeredness, or maybe it wasn't. But I always felt that destiny had great things in store for me. As I got a little older and became more familiar with the workings of this secular society, I grew increasingly pessimistic and fearful that I would never discover the true purpose of my life. This prospect haunted me day in and day out, eventually causing me so much anxiety that it even became difficult to breathe. By the time I was 11, I had grown very bitter towards the world and the apparent meaninglessness of life, and my health began to deteriorate. By age 13, I had started drinking excessively and doing and selling drugs. My lifestyle led me to adopt many warped notions. I fully subscribed to communist theories and even read communist literature. I was also staunchly opposed to traditional morality particularly towards upright religions, and eventually I stopped believing in right and wrong altogether. Shortly after turning 14, I was kicked out of my house. By that time, I was starting to have pancreas problems from drinking too much. I couldn't make it through the day without a drink, and was almost a completely dysfunctional human being. My mind had become so complex and full of chaotic notions that I couldn't sit through a whole day of school. Or stay awake through class. Even the simplest tasks had become nearly impossible. At that time, I knew I had to change the direction of my life. I began devoting myself to more spiritual pursuits. Though I was extremely foggy headed, I came to understand that I must find a way to achieve internal freedom, let go of my notions, and live in harmony with the universe. The problem was, I had no idea how to work towards this goal. Throughout my life, I had been exposed to a number of New Age theories and religious philosophies, but none of them struck me as being very profound or genuine. Even though I had started to put my life back in order, I still lived with a near-constant worry that I would never discover the meaning of this life. I was still plagued by health problems— including some lingering effects of the drugs I did when I was younger. My relationships with my family were generally poor, I barely spoke with my father for years, and I did countless degenerate things, some of which are even painful to remember. It was at that time, when I was 15 years old, that a friend introduced me to Falun Gong. I can still vividly remember the first time I started reading Juan Falun, I was in a very bitter mood and was also feeling quite angry and jealous. Since I had nothing else to do, I picked up John Faldwin and read the first lecture. The principles contained within it struck a deep chord with me. Even though much of the vocabulary was over my head, there was something familiar and comforting about the book. By the time I was done, I had a remarkable sensation that I had never experienced before. It was a sense of true calm, of contentment from the bottom of my heart. The jealousy and bitterness that only hours before had seemed to consume me had disappeared. That night, I went to sleep smiling and got the best sleep of my life. A part of me understood that I no longer needed to fear never finding the meaning of life. I felt like my long wait was finally over. I had finally come home. When I finally decided to commit myself to the path of Dafa cultivation, I started to experience many of the things described in Chuan Falun. My illnesses all disappeared in a very short period of time. Within about a week of becoming determined to be a Dafa disciple and learning the exercises, I was involved in a car accident. An SUV slammed into the car door that I was sitting next to, crushing the door and shattering the glass. At that time, I was not worried or hurt. After I began practicing Dafa, old friends would always comment that I looked much younger. How much younger could I get? And that my face looked so much more radiant. My relationships with my family were also finely mended. In particular, my relationship with my father had a turning point the first time I told him about Falun Gong. Although he's a very serious man with no spiritual or religious beliefs, he had an unexplainable and immediate affinity towards Falun Gong. Having seen the dramatic changes in my character, he became very supportive of Dafa. He even financially supported me in my Dafa work and sometimes helped pay for trips to conferences. My mother also took an immediate liking to Falun Gong and both of them often talked to their friends about the persecution in China. The next year, I graduated from high school one year early and at the top of my class. In the span of a little over two years, the changes in my life were dramatic. I had gone from nearly dropping out of school, being distant and cold towards my family, drinking almost every day, indulging in countless degenerate activities, and being self-centered and jealous, to being a Dafa practitioner whose entire being had been renewed from the deepest source.
3: Thank you, Master Lee, By a Japanese practitioner living in the U.S., I'm 53 years old and have practiced Falun Dafa for about five months. In spite of the goodness of my parents and six siblings, throughout my childhood there always was a feeling of loneliness and isolation in my mind. In my young adulthood, I was very honest and someone once warned me not to be too honest. That made me feel stupid. After that, I struggled to not be too honest and stupid. I gradually became smarter as I aged, but it was against my conscience, and the sense of isolation from my childhood was still there. I came to the United States from Japan 30 years ago to marry my fiancé. I have been quite happy after marrying, at least in my private life. On the surface, probably I looked normal but I could not help feeling foreign among my Japanese co-workers and friends, and I had a tendency to retreat into myself and my family. After many years of striving, I started to learn how to be on my own and to follow my own conscience and judgment. I kept saying to myself, it's okay to be different. When I was about to reach 50, like many other women of similar age, I started to have a hormone imbalance that brought chaos to my health. Many of the problems could be controlled by taking herbs, but most of the herbs were not supposed to be taken for a prolonged period. As soon as I stopped taking them, the problems came back. About the same time, I became interested in meditation and was looking for an opportunity to learn it without success. Then one day, someone introduced me to Fallen Dafa. After the sitting meditation, we read the book Juan Fallen. Immediately, it fascinated me. After all those years, I found a book that told me my conscience had been right. I went back to the practice site again the next week. The book was telling us about tribulations this time. I thought, this is it. Sure, there is a purpose for our sufferings. I was delighted. The truth was that this book struck me deep in my heart without any apparent reason, and whatever the reason was, I knew I had found something which I had almost given up searching for. A month later, I attended a nine-day seminar. When about two months had passed, I suddenly realized that I hadn't taken any herbs for a long time, and I was feeling fine. When I became serious about cultivation, my desire for making Falun Dafa known to other people grew. I started to participate in activities whenever possible with a fear deep in my mind, the fear that I would be forced to face my greatest weakness and change it, that is, my unusual shyness and nervousness. I have lived all my life avoiding the spotlight. The thought of talking to strangers made me nervous. Master Li has said that fear is an attachment. It was unavoidable to go through this ordeal to remove that attachment. As the persecution in China kept getting worse, I joined other practitioners at the mall to collect signatures for a petition and to raise awareness of the persecution in China. At first, I did not know how to talk to the people, and I was at a loss. As a result, I was not very successful in getting the signatures. With remorse, I took a moment at home, trying to think what was wrong with me. Soon, another trial was given to me. I was to go to the community center on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. There was a large assembly going on, and with another practitioner, I was supposed to collect signatures for the same petition. Since my fellow practitioner had no experience, I was nervous again. But when the assembly was over and people came out one by one, without thinking much, the words came out of my mouth naturally. I felt my attachment become smaller. In the past months, I have been forced to face my weaknesses and defects one by one, The test never seemed to cease coming. Once, I was supposed to do a job for someone and forgot about it. When that person called me to see if the job was done, I said, Sure, it's ready. And as soon as I hung up, I started to do the job. I did the job, but I had a very uncomfortable feeling in my mind. I said to myself, Was this a lie? Yes, I think it was, but it did not harm anyone. Why is it bothering me? That's because it is against the law of the universe. Soon after, on a different matter, I lied again, and this time I immediately regretted it and thought about why I did it. It became apparent that I lied to make myself look more capable and better than I actually was. It was an attachment of pride. I felt ashamed. When the third trial came, I told the truth and apologized. Now, Falun Dafa has become part of my life. Where is the loneliness in my heart gone? I cannot find it anywhere. Thank you, Master Lee.
2: A new life for my family and me by a practitioner in Germany. I was 26 years old and learned about Falun Dafa more than a year ago from my sister's classmate. At that time I was very critical of Dafa, it took another good three months before I decided to give it a try, I simply could not get it out of my mind. Perhaps I could not believe that something as good as Dafa had come my way. During my search for the meaning of life and for the origin of life, I encountered many negative experiences. It seemed too simplistic to me that one could return to the truth and the origin merely with the aid of a book and five cultivation exercises. Even as a small child, I enjoyed going out by myself in the evening. I would sit all by myself in the dark and sense a longing and ache in my heart. I wanted to go somewhere, but did not know the way. The world seemed shallow and full of contradictions. But yet, deep down inside of me, I always knew what was right and what was wrong, but how it played out was different. On one hand, I always desired to be diligent, polite and unassuming. I didn't want to stand out and had not much desire for material things. On the other hand, I always compared myself to others. What they had, I also wanted. What they knew how to do, I also wanted to be able to accomplish so I began to aspire to go after personal advantages and recognition. In school, I wanted to be the best, but somehow that was not enough anymore. I also wanted many friends and to be popular. Then that was no longer enough. I wanted excitement, wanted to collect experiences and to become worldly wise and travel. I lived in constant restlessness unsatisfied with myself, and was not able to handle my lot in life. In the beginning, my family and friends worried about me and about my future, but then many of them gave up and we lost contact. Since I have found DARFA, the restlessness and uncertainty no longer plague me. I have become stable and feel more balanced. I am presently studying to become a teacher, to teach special education students. This is something important for me, because I can see a purpose in it, I see my tasks in this world and I'm firmly committed to go my way, and have nothing interfere with my cultivation or deter me from it. I've found that which gives me strength to handle my feelings and tribulations and has answered all my questions. I no longer feel sorry for myself when I encounter a difficulty, nor do I need to run away from my problems. I know now how to handle problems and also know that the problems that I encounter are a way for me to pay back some of my karmic debts. All of a sudden things have become light and simple and natural. I no longer have to chase after good fortune, health, love or knowledge. Everything I need to become happy to reach the ultimate state is in the book, Juan Falun. Everything that is destined to come into my life will come. I don't have to pursue anything everything will come by itself. I am busy with my studies. I don't always take the easy road, but study what is pertinent and interesting and what seems to be important. I want to do a good job because doing it this way, I found out, makes me more content. I am also no longer as impatient as before. My thoughts are not preoccupied with wanting to have my own way when I have to complete a joint task it turns out that I don't have to sacrifice my own ideas. It so happens that I always get a chance to include my own ideas. I am in much better position to listen to others and to achieve harmonious cooperation. I can almost feel how compassion and forbearance are taking root in my heart. Thanks to Fallin My family situation has also changed for the better. Before I obtained DAFA, My sister, brother and parents all lived in different parts of the city, except for my sister and I. The rest of the family seldom met in a family circle. Somehow, everyone lived their own lives. Part of the reason for that was the problematic relationship with my father. We simply could not communicate. Routinely, the visits would end in a verbal battle. My father would no longer acknowledge me as his daughter and would throw me out of the house. I could not take that and avoided him. Strangely enough, my siblings did not have these problems with him, since I could not resolve this problem. I chalked up his angry outbursts to the mental illness from which he suffered and in the process of this reasoning brought the rest of the family over to my side so that I could assert my own will any time I needed something. Since I have practised Falun our relationship has totally changed. Now that I am willing to exercise forbearance in the fights with him and see those fights as a chance to improve my character, we seldom have fights anymore. For the first time I sense that I see him as the person he really is. I don't see his illness any longer. When he starts yelling at me out of the blue, it does not bother me anymore and I manage to remain calm. This allows me to see his sorrow, fear and suffering Our relationship improved to the point where he invited me to move back in with him. At first I was reluctant to give up my freedom and was afraid to become dependent. But then I changed my mind and did move back in with my parents. It cannot be by chance that he made me this offer. I see it as a great opportunity to advance on my path of cultivation. When I told my brother of my decision to move back home, He could understand me right away. Then he ventured on his own. It would be best if our sister moved in with him. A good solution for us, since then we would all be physically much closer to each other. It would also shorten my sister's commute to school. We were all very touched, because under no circumstances did he want to have a sister living with him before. He had highly valued his freedom and independence. In the meantime, both of us' sisters moved. I to my parents' home, and my sister moved in with my brother. That was a big relief for us. My sister helps our brother with his household, and both of us sisters are giving our mother a hand with the housework. We take most meals with our parents. When there is time, we do the exercises together or read. That seems to make everything easier. We are all quite happy. In spite of day-to-day squabbles, my father, for the first time in his life, seems to have blossomed and is happy to have his children back. He is the only one among us who does not practice Falun Gong, but he allows us to practice in peace and quiet and trusts us. That alone shows me what positive results Falun Gong can have.
0: Epilogue A few words from the editors. As editors of this book and practitioners of Falun Dafa, we sincerely hope that you have found the reading enjoyable and informative. Although not everyone experiences the remarkable benefits the contributors to this book have described, we have all gained genuine improvement in character from practicing Falun Dafa. Through living according to the principles of truthfulness, compassion and forbearance, we have discovered a state of being that we previously did not imagine possible. In the hope that even more people can benefit from this wonderful practice, we would like to invite you to try out Falun Dafa for yourself. Hearts and Minds Uplifted, The Power of Falun Dafa, written by Falun Dafa practitioners, narrated by Minghui Radio Team. The End.